Hello, my name is Samuel George London and welcome to Comics for the Apocalypse. On today's episode, I speak to comic book artist, illustrator and illuminating individual Jay Horner about what comics he would take into the apocalypse. But before we get into it, I'd like to give a quick shout out to our sponsor, Comic Scene, an award-winning magazine that's available digitally and in print in the UK, Ireland, Australia, Canada and the good old USA. With issue 13 being released on 14th of April, digital and print subscriptions from £2.50 are available at getmycomics.com forward slash comic scene. Also be sure to check out their website comicscene.org for comic news and other fun sequential art stuff. Now without further ado, on with the show. Hello Jay Horner, how's it going? Hello Samuel George London, everything's going okay, how are you? Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good considering. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I think we've been, yeah, exactly, just about surviving. Um, I think we've, we've been blessed with pretty good weather since this is all blown up. Um, how, how's oh, things yeah. been, been where you you are? Up in the north, the land aye, of the cold. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, well, aye, yeah, it's been, uh, it's been all right. It's been boiling today, boiling yesterday. I managed to get what they call around my area, Darlow Tan, which is Darlow uh, Tan, God, yeah, because I'm from Darlington, and it's uh, right. it's just basically tanned up to the sleeve of your t-shirt. Sick, yeah, brilliant, just, love that. Just look. on the arm, the yeah, sleeve of your t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> then you, next day you wear a vest to show it off because oh, you know even better. I, I just had to show it off to my family indoors in quarantine, yeah. you know, so you know. But kind still. of sounds like goggle tan. Um, yeah, I, a little I, bit. I, I, yeah, I used to be a snowboard instructor, and so yeah, like whoever had the best goggle tan, kind of, you know, had the best, like you know, spent the most time on the mountain, or whatever. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's, it's kind of it's a it's, it's a point of pride, I guess, isn't it? In in a way, in a way, it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, in a way, yeah. It's for kind some of stupid, reason, but kind of. <laughs> no, we're, we're British. We have to take as much of this as we can get. <laughs> too right mate exactly exactly yeah. awesome well jay thank you so much for coming on on the show today it's it's a real pleasure no go ahead not to send same here great pleasure to be on the show fantastic man um so uh for, for anybody that hasn't quite come across you just yet uh what do you do in the world of comics uh so i create them for one thing um i've got two series so far available on webtoon and my first one's also available in um self-published trade paperback and i also do teaching via youtube so i teach um the art of creating comics i just started that and uh but it's going pretty well and i also have my own uh business called comics for couples where i create custom comics for individuals who want to like sort of immortalize their the story of their relationship a bit as a gift it's a really it's an expensive gift you know but i'm just saying i'm just saying if you don't do it you don't love your partner but you know whatever yeah totally (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> bit of emotional so, blackmail there but that's fine well i don't know i don't know what you're on about 
<laughs> no, that is a great gift, though, man. I think that's a great idea. Um, kind of, how many how many pages do you tend to do? Uh, usually, up to eight is the maximum I've done up for someone. Eight. Yeah, wow, so I do. That's full, epic. Yeah, so it's a full color front cover, um, right. and then usually they want black and white interior art because it's a bit cheaper and it takes less time to do and most of the people who hire out they're like you know wanting it a month you know away from an anniversary or christmas or whatever and they have to fight with you know other clients who also want that so normally i can wait for the interior pages uh and usually i'll generally only do two pages for most people because you can kind of yeah, just to, it makes it easy for them. The big one, though, is just uh, one-off il- custom illustrations. That's a big one that I sell. So mm. it's in a comic style or sometimes even a Disney style. Some people are really into that. But ah, right, yeah. it's, a re- it's a really cool thing to do, and it keeps the money coming in. So that's good. <laughs> yeah, 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 too right, mate. Too right. That, yeah. no, that, that is such a good idea. Um, and, and obviously you just came up with that idea yourself, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was doing it for people, um, just happened upon it and started doing it for one person. And then, uh, I posted it online and some other people wanted the same thing. And then I did, a, a postgraduate six week course, business course at Teesside university. Mm. And they, uh, they awarded me like a grant for it because they thought they had so much faith in in it which is amazing to, because i never have faith in anything i do yeah so <laughs> so hearing someone else have faith in something i do is it, it's mind-blowing to me so it, it's it's taken off okay there's been a few bumps in the road but that's the world of art for you uh, but yeah it, that that's that's what i do um Unfortunately, since I've gone full time freelance, my uh, my comic series that I do on webtoons have gone on the back burner a little bit. Yeah, of course, man. Um, you know, yeah. you, you just got to prioritize when it comes to this. You do. Like, try, try trying to remain freelance and things. Of course, you got to prioritize kind of money coming in. <laughs> to be fair, you do. You, you absolutely do. And I, at the end of the day, I still get to draw comics, so I'm not complaining. Yeah. Yeah, too yeah. right, man. Too right. And and where can people find you online? Oh, um, all over the place. Um, <laughs> so I, I was I was about to say a website there, but we'll keep this clean. <laughs> <laughs> so you can find me on my YouTube channel, just uh, Jay Horner YouTube. Uh, like and subscribe, uh, all that stuff. Um, Jay Horner illustration on Instagram. Uh, Jay Horner illustration on. Uh, Facebook and Jay Horner on Twitter, and you can also find Jay, um, sorry, comics for couples on Instagram and Facebook as well. And that's more it 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 just narrows down those particular commissions to that spot. Whereas the Jay Horner illustration stuff has like just all of my stuff vomited onto the profile, <laughs> just all of it, just shotgun. Yeah. Yeah. Here's a picture of my outside. Love it. You know? <laughs> awesome, man. Uh, well, all of those links will be in the show notes. So, folks, go ahead and click on all those links. Check out Jay's work uh, on, on also, his website, Twitter, and all that jazz. Yeah, also, I have a Patreon. Don't forget that. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, go check out the Patreon as well. Yeah, that's just Jay Harnell on Patreon. <laughs> Help me. Man. I need money. 
I'm a poor student. Yeah. <laughs> too right, man. Too right. Awesome. Uh, now, all of that aside, Jay, um, I do have some bad news for you. So on on top of the coronavirus continuing to uh, get out of hand, although we're starting to get a control over it, um, we've just noticed that an asteroid is heading towards Earth. Um, and specifically, um, it's going to be hitting, um, and you're kind of, uh, well, you're T-side, you said. Yeah, T-side kind of area. area. So let, let, let's go for it. It's going to hit Berwick-upon-Tweed, right? Oh, so for it's, God's it's, sake, it, it would. It, it, I love Berwick. Yeah, I know. It's a really nice place, isn't it? But yeah, <laughs> yeah unfortunately, it's going to hit there. So it's not hitting you directly, but you're going to be in the fallout of it right um, okay. so, so so my question is for you what is your action plan for survival well i was gonna say i was gonna go up to ben nevis but there might be a bit of a block there oh, um, no, yeah <laughs> i know so i might have to go to the next highest peak which would probably be what snow Dorner in wales I think. Yeah, yeah um because so like peak when, would probably be closer yeah well well maybe's yeah because i I remember reading that when uh, there was the extinction event back mm. oh back in the day, you know, sixty six million years ago. Yeah, <laughs> those dinosaurs gone too soon. Um, <laughs> the the uh, when the asteroid hit, it caused a massive tidal wave that yeah. was absolutely huge. I think if it's hitting exactly in Berwick, I think we'll be all right for that. But still. Just in case the oceans rise because of it, I want to be in a high place. So I'm going to take the family. We're going to go to um, like the highest place, like Snowdonia, for example. And I'm going to hope 4G lasts long enough that I can read some articles about survival, watch a few Bear Grylls videos or something. (laughs) And you know what? I don't think we're going to last too long, but I think maybe give us a month. I think we'll be all right for a month before we die, horribly. <laughs> I'm sure you'll be be longer than that. Um, but uh, oh, two months. On, then. Yeah, let's go two months. Um, <laughs> but uh, when, once you get there to Snowdonia, um, then uh, you and the family uh, start kind of, you know, uh, chatting around the campfire, getting nice, cozy, and warm and things um and your kids get interested in kind of you know your your career in comics and things and and where it all started and things like that and and the first question that they ask is what's the first comic you remember enjoying that would be sonic the comic the uk awesome. sega comic yeah it, I, I still have a load of issues as well hidden about somewhere Dude. cool yeah and I, I i think last time i read them well, last time I read one of them was to my eldest, and he because he was going through a phase. He just because um, they're my stepchildren, and right. he was going through a phase where it's really interesting because I was brand new in his life, and he he wanted to know know what I did and wanted to know more about comics and stuff. So we would uh, read um, my, like some comics that I thought were appropriate, and because mm-hmm. these were comics for kids, I was like, oh well, the Sonic the comics, and. I was reading them to them, and they just still hold up. They're so good. Uh, but I remember reading them as a kid, and I had... My, my grandma would buy me a few different ones. She'd buy me, like, Sonic the Comic and, like, the Beano and the Dandy. And Beano and the Dandy I kind of got bored of quite quickly because right. it was Dennis steals a pie or Dennis mm. yeah, angers a neighbour. Oh, hijinks. Like, 
Oh, oh isn't he a, isn't he a, <laughs> he's such a menace? What yeah. will he do next? Um, whereas, like, when she, I was reading the Sonic comics and it was telling tales of freedom fighters and dictatorships and, you know, these, like, um, f- uh, families and just uh, this group of misfits struggling to get along and how they might fight, but they'll still be friends in the end. And it it was really engaging, like, stuff. And it was told of, like, a six-page story most of the time. And... Every two weeks, I just couldn't wait to get it. And I was very sad when it was discontinued. Yeah, man. Yeah. No, that's sad. Um, and and yeah. do, you know, do you remember where you, where you first picked it up? Uh, that would have been the news agents near my primary school. Awesome. I would have so, been. Yeah, maybe classic about, news agents. Yeah, eight or nine I'd have been, I think. Nice. Something like that. Excellent. Yeah. And then uh, at this point, you were were you drawing yourself? Oh, I, yeah, I was. Um, I was always drawn. So I was drawn since I was little because my mum was a hairdresser, and she was still is. Right. But she used to go from house to house doing cuts, and because she was a single mother, she'd take me with her, and she'd just like sit me down with a pad and a pencil, and I would just constantly be drawn. And I was always getting kids at school to say, oh, draw me, draw me, that that sort of thing. And mm. I never wanted to because none of them look like hedgehogs. So, you know. <laughs> but, <laughs> That's um, no good. <laughs> it, it wasn't. But the we came full circle with Sonic the Comic, though, because when I went to my university, uh, which was Teesside, one of the mm. lecturers was the head writer for the comic. Right, and, really? Wow! Yeah, Nigel Kitching. Yeah, he's from, oh, from right. like cool. the Middlesbrough area. Yeah, and he, uh, like, I did graphic design, and yeah. he taught a uh, a sequential art uh, lecture, which was some yeah. for some reason part of the video game design course. I don't know why, but, yeah, but I found out about it, and I would just okay. sneak into the lectures. <laughs> yeah. So I actually managed to learn a little bit from the man himself. Oh, that is so cool, man. That's weird. Yeah, I was, did you mention was that you were a fan? Or yeah, yeah. I think by that point he was like, everyone remembers Sonic. No one remembers me on 2000 AD. <laughs> oh no, yeah. So he's kind of yeah gutted about it. <laughs> just being I don't, remembered I don't for Sonic the comic. Yeah, I think I think everyone's a bit like that. I know Mark yeah. Mark Millar used to work on Sonic the comic, but luckily he doesn't get remembered for it. He gets remembered more for some of the stuff he did, but. Yeah, I mean, Nigel's an amazing teacher. Really, really good. And he taught me so much. So, yeah, I'm I'm glad that was the first comic I loved. <laughs> yeah, too right, man. Um, and then uh, kind of, yeah, so post-university, um, kind of where, where did you go from there? Uh, from there, I, I worked in retail. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> For, for quite a long time while trying to right. I, I tried a couple of times to get my own business off the ground i could never get hired as a graphic designer and eventually right. i sort of realized i don't want to be one so yeah. um so i started doing illustration work more and it uh it eventually took off but it took some time yeah yeah but the, you're there now hmm Right. Yeah, and I mean, awesome. uh, it's it, it's it's better than it was, and I wouldn't change it for the world. 
but it's not as glamorous as you, you think no. when you try to go into it. <laughs> no, no. Well, I've 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 been self-employed for like ten years now, um, and yeah, f- f- fully aware of kind of the the the, the trenches of, of self-employment. It's uh, it's a double-edged sword, isn't it? Oh, massively so. Yeah. It's just you got you got you got the the benefit of freedom, but then you've got kind of the hindrance of freedom as well. <laughs> yeah. Is, yeah, it's just tough, man, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, but, but but once 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 you get it going, um then then it's all right. But yeah, if, if it's on the up, then that's great, man. Yeah. I think the secret is have a partner who is like has a normal job. Yeah, <laughs> and that's that, probably right that, actually yeah you can pick up each other's slack in various places like for example i can help with childcare with my partner um yeah. because i'm in all the time doing work and then i can pick up the kids and she can pick it up whereas if i don't get work we're not gonna starve you know it's exactly. it's that yeah having that safety net yeah, and it's it's a shame that in many ways because she right. shouldn't have to worry about me not having work. But uh, there we go. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, That's I mean, love. you know, hopefully, isn't it? Um, but hopefully, yeah. you know, um, the, the the couples' comics takes off more and more, and and that gets you into other spaces and whatnot as well. Yeah, certainly hope so. Yeah. Totally, man. Awesome. Uh, now, uh, the conversation around the campfire moves on, uh, and the kids ask, what's the funniest or the comic that made you laugh out loud the most? Uh, that would be Axe Cop by Malachi and Ethan Nicole, which is an... I don't, have you heard of it? I have heard of it. I think it's come up one one other time, actually. Right. On, on so the that's, uh, it's an indie comic that's written by a five-year-old, and uh the title like Axe form. Cop, it's like unsurprising. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah, it? yeah. Well, he was a five-year-old when they started doing it. Obviously, that's a few years ago now. And his like 30-odd-year-old brother uh would turn it into a script and then draw it, and it is just bonkers. It's so bonkers that as a bedtime story in the past, I've read it to my five-year-old. Oh, cool. <laughs> and he is he is just howling at it because it is ridiculous and it's so funny and I, I can't keep up with it it's really frantic and really messed up but it's so good <laughs> it's, awesome, it's, it's so good it's, yeah. it's mental it's great because there's like dinosaurs in it it's like a, a dinosaur cop and there's an avocado man and there's a baby with a unicorn horn and stuff like that it's oh, proper so bizarre and that's that, awesome. like if you like at one point, because the kid got sick of having an avocado man, he turned him into a lemon man or something <laughs> along those lines. Change it and change him. Yeah, you know? and and the the axe cop character doesn't do a lot of police work. He just goes off chopping people's heads off with an axe. <laughs> that's so awesome. Um, I'm gonna that's have to it. properly properly get that for. Him. Where my kid t- turns five, but I've, which means I've got it's a, got a TV yeah. show as well. Oh, is so, it really? Yeah, it was like an Adult Swim TV show. Ah, oh, brilliant! That is so cool, Good. man. I'm gonna have to start to start, start start checking that out properly. Yeah, awesome, dude. Uh, now uh, the kids go to bed, um, and uh, yeah, your 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 partner and yourself start start talking more, um, and uh, she gets into kind of 
switching emotions and things um, and ask what's the saddest or most upsetting comic that you've read? Uh, that would be the Full Metal Alchemist series by Hiromo, Hiromo yeah, sorry, Japanese names, I struggle with them all the time. Hiromo Arakawa. Yeah. Yeah, it's, oh, there are just, there's two bits in that book, which, well, the series of books, that is, that everyone knows and everyone admits is messed up and sad. And, um, I mean, spoiler alert, but it's the father turning his daughter and his dog into this hybrid thing, like sacrificing them to make this weird creature. And it's, it's the nice dad character that ends up getting assassinated. And it's just, it's so heartbreaking. It's just a heartbreaking series from start to finish. It's proper, proper tearjerker. And me and my partner watched the, uh, the anime series together. Right. I managed, yeah. I managed to turn her into a bit of a nerd like me. Oh, but, awesome. Um, <laughs> yeah. And she was, she was gobsmacked. She loved it. Yeah. She thought it was so it hit so many emotional beats and it was it's a really, really good series for those that haven't uh, read it or watched it. Um if and if you haven't, it's on Netflix to watch and loads of places if you want to read it. Get into it, yeah. I mean yeah, that's that, that's uh one I haven't read um in that space. Um or or watched actually. Um and yeah, certainly you know, I've I've had recommendations of it myself before. Uh, so I definitely have to add that to the to the reading and watching list as well. Yeah, I think I preferred watching it to reading it, though. I've got to say that. I, re- I really, but that, yeah, yeah. But that's not to say that the the book is bad. It's practically yeah. the same, but it's okay. just the, the way, like everything that makes up the series, uh, just adds to it more than anything. Mm. Like the music, the, the acting, and. it's a beautiful series yeah yeah i mean it's strange isn't it that's the thing with kind of manga to anime is that they they tend to keep really to the story to the original story and then it really just elevates everything doesn't it yeah that's one of the good things about it yeah whereas whereas with our comics they'll change quite a lot when they turn them into tv shows yeah they do rather than trying to keep to the original story um, yeah, so but sometimes it adds to it. Yeah, yeah, it can do. Yeah, yeah, it does happen. Um, but they've they just got such a good system in Japan with the manga to anime and stuff. It's just it's such a you know established kind of formula that they've got going on there. Yeah, haven't they? Yeah, it is. Um, but uh, yeah. hey ho, um, moving moving on to uh, the next question. Uh, she asked, "What's the scariest or most horrifying comic that you've read?" I'm a bit of a um, scaredy cat, so I've never really read many <laughs> horror film, horror comics. Um, it's it's just not something I've ever really been interested in, you know? Mm. Like, I've never been interested in the gore or the suspense of horror. I mean, there have been books that I've had that in, but it it's it's got something lighter in there to make it more friendly you know like for yeah. example um saga by brian k vaughan and fiona staples has some horrifying moments but then it balances that out with some really heartwarming moments and some great action and 
uh, preaches the same way, um, and so is the likes of Sin City. So I don't really have any, I would say. Yeah, that kind of properly uh, stand out as actually um, horrifying. Um, no, but, not that uh, properly no, horrifying. No, not in that way. Um, but uh, yeah, certainly kind of, as you say, kind of horrifying moments, so to speak, with Saga. Um, now, uh, moving on to one of my favourite questions, and that is, uh, what is your favourite cover? Well, that, that has to be uh, Detective Comics issue 880, which is um, it's, it's a Batman, Batman comic, for those who don't know what Detective Comics is. Um, although, if you don't know that, get out yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, everybody should know uh, that but and it's artwork by an artist called jock yes. and it's of the joker and his art style is just incredible it's this really scratchy black and white image of the joker with the red for the lips still mm-hmm. and it is just phenomenal i've actually i've got it um like blue tacked up in my workspace Right, because it's just it's so good. I love it, uh, but Jock's artwork in general is just so good. And um, you should really, really check him out if you want to uh, become a cover artist or anything like that. Because oh, wow, yeah, can't say enough good things about that. And, and yeah. this one particularly, um, it's it's almost painful to look at, but you can't turn your face away from it. So it's like it's the Joker, is it? I yeah, assume. it's the Joker smiling. Yeah, it's the Joker and smile, his, but his head is like made up of bats flying away. Yeah, and his right. uh, the iris of his eyeballs is the bat symbol. Is the bat is the bat, bat signal? Yeah, um, yeah. And I don't know. It looks like it's carved out of marble or something. Yeah, it's a little. Bit. It's incredible. It's so creepy as well. It's probably yeah. more horrifying than any horror comic I could read in many ways. Yeah. Because it just looks so creepy, and it speaks so much to what a like vicious, dark character the Joker is as well. Uh-huh. You know, and how obsessed yeah. he is. It's, it's, oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's what it's leaning into, isn't it? And kind yeah. of the smile is really, really creepy. Like his teeth are kind of crooked. Yeah, crooked and got cracks in and and all sorts. And he's got a really hard jawline as well. Yeah. Yeah, isn't he really angular? It's awesome. Yes. It's just yeah, no, that is wicked. I've never seen that one. Um, that's that's really really epic. That one. So yeah, folks, um, feel free to go check that out. It's Detective Comics uh, eight eighty. Um, yeah, just before the new fifty two started. Right. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah, that is epic. Um, I wonder how long it took him to do that one, like with all of that. <laughs> I don't. Uh, well, if he's any, if he's lazy like me, he'll have uh, copy and pasted it in Photoshop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Up, slightly different angles, da, da, da. Yeah, um, but it looks like happen. they're all individually different. Yeah, it does, yeah, like they're all kind of flying at different angles. Um, I mean, the, the, like the wings are at different angles and things like that, aren't they? Yeah, that just um, shows. I'm sure that, 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 there'll be a little bit of copy and pasting in there, maybe, but um, maybe, not yeah. for the. Yeah. yeah, maybe maybe around the eyes, I don't know, because it's very dark yeah, around possibly. the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay. That's fine. Yeah. Um yeah, it's it's a, it's epic. 
cover though. That's all a good choice, mate. Yeah. Uh, now, uh, moving on to one of the most interesting questions, and that is, what is the most meaningful comic to you? That would be uh, Spawn by Todd McFarlane, um, because it was only uh, the thing is about Spawn and Todd McFarlane himself is they are both some of my biggest influences. Um, when I was first properly getting into American comics and I was reading Spider-Man and I was reading Batman and it was, it was, it was quite run of the mill superhero stuff that I was mm-hmm. reading. And then I went to my local library cause they had quite a good comic selection mm-hmm. and I saw this spawn graphic novel and it just blew me away. He was ripping heads off. He was, I mean, it's, it's pretty edgelordy now when I look back at it. It is, right. it's, it's, it's quite unnecessary what was going on in it. But to like a 14 year old kid, it was amazing. And after, I, it, after I learned the story of um, Todd McFarlane and Image Comics, that's part of the reason I wanted to become a comic book artist because you have this guy who wanted to do things his own way, wouldn't take no for an answer. Mm. And when he had blockade after blockade put in his way, he just went off and started this awesome new company and brought in the best artists and best writers. And now they're doing my favorite comics pretty much. And it's really inspiring. And when he found that the business was on the downswing, he would then do something to make sure he could um, keep creating art by creating his toy line and stuff. And it was that, that's why it means the most to me because it's the ethos of um, the creator, you know? So, and and also I, I absolutely love the character. I love him. I think he's so dark, but at the same time, he looks so cool and he has some amazing villains and great storylines. And uh, like, uh, and his um, supporting characters are amazing as well. Like Sam and Twitch, the detectives, they are so good. But I could not get rid if 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 someone asked me to get rid of my spawn comics i'd say no <laughs> not a chance <laughs> no chance yeah <laughs> go on. yeah no chance i love i love them you're not you're not taking them from me that's awesome man um and yeah i mean just uh todd mcfarlane um his work ethic is you know is you know he's got the best work work ethic in the world surely <laughs> yeah <laughs> it, it seems like he works a... constantly yeah yeah, and not just on one thing either. He's like, yeah, exactly. he's trying to juggle writing a comic. He sometimes still does the front covers, although he doesn't really do the interior art anymore. And then he's got his toy line to worry about, and like the whole the toy manufacturing thing. He actually does a lot of toy manufacturing for like Marvel, even as well. Yeah, he just started doing the DC line as well. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. So Incredible. now come to him. Precisely, so, isn't that funny? He's he's a canny businessman, that's for sure, isn't he? Yeah, definitely. 
incredible um yeah no he, and it, i mean he's obviously kind of larger than life i, I don't know if you've ever seen him in interviews and stuff yeah, um, he but he's just yeah he is larger than life and kind of comes across very very brash and things he but does he's, he's I, I kind confident. of respect that at the same time yeah i'm not i'm not sure if i could have a conversation with him outside yeah. of the world of business but uh, like i'd I find him fascinating. I really do. Absolutely, man. That's awesome. Um, Cool. Uh, So uh, moving on uh, to our next question, and that is, uh, what's the most underrated comic? That would be The Ballad of Halo Jones by Alan Moore. Right. Oh, I've forgotten the name of the artist. Uh, Ian Gibson. Ian Gibson. Ian Gibson. Yeah, that was it. Um, And... That is just so underrated because everyone knows Alan Moore for, you know, V for Vendetta, Watchmen, uh, The Killing Joke. Everyone knows him for these incredible standout works. But very few people know about Halo Jones other than, like, fans of British comics, you know, specifically fans of 2000 AD. Yeah. And it's it shows a lighter side to him. I find mm. so it's still got some of his traits, so it's still got because um, I've I've noticed he does have a thing of about making a woman a victim at the start of a story, and then she builds herself up to right. stop being a victim. So it still has that particular trait of his, but it's done in a bit of a lighter way, and the characters are more fleshed out. I find probably because he got more time to tell them in that. In, in that particular time yeah. so you only really have to concentrate on one character whereas like in Watchmen and V Vendetta he was concentrating on multiple and because it was also for 2000 AD it's not as horrifically dark as something like From Hell mm. you know yeah. and um, so, sometimes I think there's something to be said about a story with a bit of levity and purely dark stories sometimes don't give you the satisfaction that something with that levity can. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and I, I just, I love the characters. I love the world in it as well. It's like how they live in this sort of spiral uh, city, and it, it's incredible. It's it's so incredible that even when it's in black and white, because I don't have the colour version that came out a few years ago, even though it's in black and white... I can still make out what it is, right? Yeah, and that's a that's that's a sign of really good art, in my opinion. Oh, hundred percent, yeah, because it can can be uh, slightly difficult, um, particularly if there's kind of no kind of shades or or anything like that. In there. yeah, yeah, like I noticed in manga, even though that's in black and white, they leave the backgrounds blank quite a lot. Yeah, whereas so yeah, that makes it very difficult. Detail, to... detail, detail. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome, man. That's great. Um, but no, yeah, um, I, I had heard of it once before. I think again, um, it come up uh, once before, and, and possibly in the in the most underrated comic as well section. Um, so yeah, definitely needs needs a, maybe a bit more light shined on it. Yeah, it's it's great. I recommend it to anyone. Absolutely, that's awesome, man. Uh, now, uh, moving on to the most difficult question, and that is for you: uh, what is the best comic of all time? That, that this was a really tough one for me as well, like really, sure. really tough. Um, there, <laughs> there were four books that kept coming up 
and three of them were Batman books for me. <laughs> right. So yeah. I, I sent, I settled on a Batman book, and it's Batman: The Long Halloween by Jeff Loeb and Tim Sale. Right. And now most most people would say the best Batman stories are either The Dark Knight Returns or Year One. And mm-hmm. um, I mean, those are incredible. But personally, I think The Long Halloween's the best. And it inspired the best Batman film as well, because most of it's been taken and used in uh, The Dark Knight. And it's just, it's a it's such a great detective story. You know, that's what I love about it. It's not mm. this big, this big bombastic bat superhero Batman story. It's a carefully planned out, long form detective story, and it just tells a story of Batman trying to uncover the uncover the mystery of a serial killer over the course of a year, while at the same time he has to deal with his rogues gallery. And to me. That is just something that isn't done enough. It doesn't. It like they call Batman the world's greatest detective, but he very rarely gets the opportunity to show what that really means. Yeah, totally. And and kind of this kind of story affords affords to present that, I guess. Yeah, it does. And the artwork is gorgeous. It's not. It's not as clear cut superhero style like it's not a jim lee style right. batman you read it's tim sale who's really you know he's a great artist but it's in a totally different way you know yeah. it's uh re- it's quite simplistic what he does but mm-hmm. you try and do it yourself you couldn't do it like him he's got a no. style completely unto his own no doubt a lot lots of uh, uh of shadow yes Lots and of things and, and, and the shadow is done right as well. It's put in all the right yeah. places and it's done to add to the effect. It's not done just to cover up detail that you don't want to draw. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's kind of like a Mike Mignola kind of approach where yes. you know it, it's really, really difficult to to get that right and not look as though yeah. you're being lazy or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that I am sometimes guilty of that. I'll admit. <laughs> uh, I'm like we 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 all are not that I'm an artist, but kind of we we, we all are in, in walks of life, aren't we? But uh, no, yeah, obviously, kind of you have to be a real kind of master when it comes to kind of yeah using shadow like that. Um, yeah. yeah, definitely. Um, and kind of not not saying to get away with it, but to show that it, yeah that it enhances kind of and that's the style and it enhances the story. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, man, that's great. That's awesome, dude. Um, now, um, if you could only take one comic into the apocalypse, uh, which would it be? It would have to be Saga by Brian K. Vaughan and Fiona Staples because it has everything. Like, it just, it has it all. It has the action. It has the violence. It has the the really soft tender moments in there it has you know it, it has some really uh, grotesque things as well mm-hmm. uh, it it's just it's an all around it's this incredible story and i 
miss it so bad because it's been on hiatus for a while and it's really left me hanging. <laughs> so oh, I can't wait till it comes back and I can get back into it. Because, I mean, another thing about it as well, Fiona Staples, the artist, she is incredible. Oh, she yeah, is so you, good. Yeah, and she creates these this, these amazing worlds, these amazing backdrops, and the characters look fantastic. And it's it, it, it's Fiona Staples is one of the reasons I went from making traditional art to digital because I really yeah I mean because I, I, I was looking through the first couple of volumes of Saga. I think I came in when the second volume had just come out. And I bought mm. the first one, the second one, the same go, and I just ate them up. And I was looking at this art, and I was like, "How? How is she doing this? How is she making this?" And I was, I was reading up on it, and I was trying to do it myself, and I couldn't do it through traditional means. Mm. And then I would, I, I moved more into drawing my stuff up and inking it on paper, scan it in, finally getting my head around using Photoshop to color. And I was getting closer and closer, but it was, and I'm still, I'm still nowhere near. Just let me clarify that I'm nowhere near as good as Fiona Staples. Um, and but, but I'm getting the, the actual method I'm getting closer to using. And then I finally got my equipment sorted and uh, gave it a shot at drawing digitally as well. And and I wouldn't look back now because I've got that. My, my style revolves around me using digital art now and I'd probably put that down to Fiona Staples in the long run because yeah she's just incredible fair play man it's it's great when you can pin it down to kind of one one person or one moment that it that it really changed uh in, in terms of, of an approach like that um and uh no that's just that's awesome man um, and uh, we will be happy to to provide you with all of the volumes of uh, of Saga. Um, but uh, yes. on top of that, what weapon, tool, or useful item would you like to take into the apocalypse with you as well? It would probably have to be like a crossbow or something. Because if I'm going to be watching these survival videos, I'm going to have to learn how to hunt for myself. You oh, know, yeah. and I, hopefully. If there's this big event that, like an asteroid coming down, there'll still be plenty of sheep around and mountain goats for me to hunt. And they're really in Wales. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. They're running from the farmers. Um, exactly. So I'll be, <laughs> so I'll, I'll be getting my fill of lamb, I think. So yeah, crossbow do me. Crossbow straight up and and uh, yeah. copious amounts of bolts as well. Yeah, I thought you were going to say alcohol because I was going to say that too. Alcohol, yeah, well, yeah, you can, you can, you can, you can get that, no doubt. Um, but uh, yeah, crossbow and uh, copious amounts of bolts for sure, um, along with <laughs> Saga, of course. Uh, now, Jay Hornet, thank you so much for sharing your comics for the apocalypse. You're very welcome, Samuel. Ah, oh, quite all right. Um, and for the listeners, one more time, where can they find you online? You can find me at Jay Hornet Illustration on Instagram. And Facebook, you can find me at Jay Horner on Twitter and Patreon. And you can find Comics for Couples on Instagram and Patreon. No, not in, not Patreon. Instagram and Facebook also. 
Oh, and, and you can cool. also find me on the Jay Horner YouTube channel if you want to learn more about comic art. Awesome, man. Um, and again, all those links are in the show notes, so feel free, free to click through. Um, and uh, I usually ask uh, if you have any events coming up, but obviously we're in the midst of kind of, you know, cancelling every event under the sun. Um, but are, are there any events later in the year that you're going to be But I'll be doing lots of um, online events. So, cool. like, for example, um, in the wake of COVID-19, I'm doing uh, tuition videos for kids on my YouTube. Um, they're going up every week. They're not going up this week um, because uh, I only just got my phone fixed after my five-year-old dropped it. But oh, no. <laughs> <bless him. laughs> oh, it's yeah, all right. He's, uh, it was my own fault for letting him watch YouTube in a, uh, in, yeah, um, a queue happens, to get it? into Aldi. Um, but the, there's none this week, but uh, next week they'll be starting back up. Uh, they're currently aimed at primary ages. We've already done character design. We'll be doing comic book inking um, and also storytelling in the next few weeks. So those are the main events that I've got. Awesome, man. All online. Um, so, yeah, definitely go check that out. Um, and again, Jay Horner, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you very much, yourself. Fantastic. You take care, mate. Bye. Bye. Thanks again to Jay for being on Comics for the Apocalypse today. It was an absolute pleasure. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review for us on iTunes or whichever podcast service you use, as not only will it let me know that you liked it, but I believe that it helps make other people aware of the show as well. If you'd like to check out Jay's work or follow him on social media, those links are in the show notes, along with all of our own links to the various areas of the internet. Speaking of which, if you haven't already, be sure to check out Comic Scene Magazine's website at comicscene.org for comic news and lots of other fun sequential art stuff. And finally, as long as the apocalypse doesn't come to pass in the next week, I'll see you next Monday, and bye for now.